Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here, and welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast. And uh, as always, I'm James Vagley, and as always, I've got Ash Playstead with me. How are you, Ash? Oh, I am Ash Playstead, and it's great to be here, James. How are you doing? Really good. Really good. It's episode 87, and uh, this is a one that we love, and I think it probably has a, a soft spot in Ash's heart and mind in his experience as a broker, and I think we'll get some juicy stuff out of today. Uh, local community gold mine, and I think this is a little bit old school, um, and I love doing old school stuff, and I know you do too, Ash, so let's dive into this because... There is a gold mine out there in the local communities. Uh, we've probably talked about this in one way or another in other episodes, um, how there's so much focus on digital and online and social media and all those sorts of things these days. And it's almost like local has been forgotten. We're talking clubs, pubs, cafes, networking, old school meetups, things like that. I think a lot of brokers are missing out on these opportunities, Ash, and we wanted to dedicate this episode to refocusing on the gold mine that is the local community. That's not to say that all the latest and greatest and online and digital is to be forgotten because that stuff works great too, but let's dive in to local community stuff. Oh yeah, heck yeah, and you're right. This is not designed to be mutually exclusive to those other things. This is this is complementary to those other things. Um, maybe I'll start by just going back uh, a step and telling a, a quick little story. Um, you know, obviously, you know, listeners, you might know, I, I live in regional Victoria, uh, you know, a couple of hours out of Melbourne in, in a decent-sized country town. Community is very important. And when I was operating my mortgages businesses, mortgage businesses in this town, I would see regularly big brands come to town well-known national and state-based mortgage brands, whether they be lenders, aggregators, brokerage businesses. And I saw it apply to real estate and coffee shops and a few other places as well. And out of all of them that came, I would say the fail rate was about 90%. But they six to 12 months later, they were gone. So you've got to ask yourself, why do these big brands with all the money, all the clout, all the brand recognition, all, the, all of the media attention and the financial muscle, why do they run out of country towns with their tail between their legs? Right? You've got to ask yourself that question. And the I, question I am asking you that. Yeah, I want to know why. That's it's right. Well, let me give away uh, the secret, right? And the secret is in the two words, local community. I have said this for many years and I will continue to say this no matter what technology brings in the way of efficiencies and opportunities is you must be prepared to make an investment of time and effort in being part of the local community because business works around local community. Now, this is not just in country towns. This is in suburban areas. 
probably in the cities as well, although, you know, it, it, it may be a little bit more diverse, but it still applies, right? And most of our mortgage brokers in our, in our industry work in what I would call suburban areas uh, and or regional areas, and, and some are in the city, of course. So the reason they all ended up out of town is they didn't understand or go to the effort of being part of the local community. They just thought, I've got a big brand. I've got the money to spend on advertising. I'll send someone up there to buy everyone lunch and tell everyone how fantastic we are and people will just, you know, beat a path to our door. Now, unless you're McDonald's or one or two other, you know, Bunnings or someone, you know, that doesn't work. You've got – and even those those oh. companies, let's be honest, James, they spend a lot of time and effort on what I would even call infiltrating the local community. You've got to understand the DNA of your local community because people don't – go to those big brands just because of the brands. They go to those brands because of their perception of them being part of their community. So then the question is, well, how do I do? Well, what does a local community consist of? You know, what do I do? And I would always say to these companies, you need to partner up with someone who lives in that area and, you know, buy them lunch, pay them, do whatever you need to do to get a download from their brain about how the local community operates, you know, cafes, clubs, as you said, schools, sporting organisations is a big one, um, various networking groups is a big one, local schools. Um, all of those things are all part of the DNA of a local community that you need to be involved in, not necessarily all of them, but you certainly need to be prepared to get involved in some of some of them, then your brand has a fighting chance. Mm. Um, so you know that that's. That, I hope that story makes sense because that really leads to what we're talking about, right? Is well, okay. I've already got my mortgage business. I'm already part of the local community. What do I do? Yeah, and I guess every mortgage broker listener is, is already part of a community. They might just not be actively uh, making the most of it with their business. Um, you know, everybody lives somewhere. That's a local community. Um, everybody, and, and you'd be surprised what's going on in your local area if you scratch around and find out. Um, even the things we just mentioned before, Ash, you know, the obvious ones like clubs and sporting venues and schools and things like that, that's still only scratching the surface of what's going on in a community. Um, and I, I guess for listeners, I don't want to neglect as well, we've said local community. We didn't necessarily say physical suburb local community. So it could, in the right context, Ash, include online local communities. Um, you know, in 2022, when this is being released and recorded, local community also includes, to some degree, online local communities as well. Um, we obviously want to focus a lot on the offline ones because they're the ones that get forgotten and where I think there's actually more potential because of the closeness and the relationships and the ability to um, to get results out of it. But we probably want to look at both, online and offline, don't we? Oh, 100%. Yeah, look, and, and I want to come back to what you just said about online communities. But just to go back to, um, I guess, uh, where to go with your local community, your physical community. I'll, I'll give I'll give away um, 
it's not a hack. This is really something that I would encourage any of our listeners to do, whether it's you as a broker or whether you're hiring uh, potentially brokers to work in your businesses. Whenever I used to hire a broker, right, I would, the very first thing I would get them to do is to make a list of 100 people in their local community that they could contact and meet and tell about their business, right? They had to write a list of 100 people. Now, what used to happen was they'd get out the first 10 or 15, maybe the first 10 pretty easily. Then they'd get really stuck trying to get to 20 or 25. And then they'd start to think about, oh, okay, what about the florist? What about the cafe owner? What about the guy who puts petrol in my car? What about the crossing supervisor at my kid's school? What about this person? What about that person? All of a sudden, boom, out spews all of these people that are intrinsic and part of the local community. So this process of generating a list of 100 people in your local community, which can include meetups, networking groups, you know, sporting groups, but these are people that you either know well or you know of or you've had an interaction with. So that's step one. And then step two, of course, is to start the process of going to say g'day, either intentionally, i.e., I'd like to catch up for a meeting, or what I would call situationally, which is uh, I just happened to be in the supermarket and the lady that serves me behind the counter, I'm going to start a conversation with. (laughs) So that's what I call situational network or community networking. And intentional community networking is, you know, actually telling them up front, I'd like to catch up. I hope that makes sense. So it's situational and it's intentional. That always, and I say this, listeners, always, without fail, every single time, would get you off to a flying start because it always, always, out of every 10 people you do with, do this with, there's two or three, sometimes more, that say, hey, oh, I'm glad that I bumped into you. I've just been thinking about X, Y, Z with my mortgage. Can we have a chat? It happens like that all the time. So that's one big plus. But the other big plus is it starts to spread throughout their community. So you're starting to spread through the community, through other people's communities, right? So it's that exponential community engagement that is being created through you going to the effort of one by one, either intentionally or situationally bumping into and James, you know, we, we've got lots of these stories with people we work with when we set them out on these hacks, you know, the cafe hack or the bank customer hack, you know, that I've done, uh, you know, to bump into people as they walk out of a bank. You mm-hmm. know, to be, you know, there's all sorts of ways you can do this. Maybe we, maybe we need to make a list of our top 10 ways, but it starts with making a list and then getting on with it. Yep. So that's the physical process that I would recommend you know, if you're already really busy, we'll just find a bit of time. If you're starting out as a broker, do this. I guarantee you it doesn't matter whether you have not done your first loan. It makes no difference. What makes the difference is the effort and the intention you put in to the meeting. Yep. People, people find that far more appealing and interesting than whether you've done 100 loans or one loan. Oh, definitely. It's all about people at the end of the day. And I, I'd like to mention as well for listeners, because you could be thinking, based on what Ash just said, so 
this ash sounds a little bit like some MLM type thing, right? Like, you know, you make a list of a hundred people, you you know, say, Hey, let's catch up for coffee. And the next thing, boom, you're getting sold, you know, Amway or a mortgage or something like that. <laughs> when I, I just want to clear that up for everybody because it's, it's not about ambushing your friends and family and colleagues and the person you played golf with once and the cafe owner. It's, it's just simply catching up with people and having a chat and being interested in them. And of course, what happens when you do that? Hey, how's things? Good. What are you up to? Oh, you know, I'm a mortgage broker. This is what I'm up to. You don't have to be selling and cornering each one of these people. It's the fact that you are just always talking to people because the more people that know what you do, and as, as you said, Ash, you know, if you just went down the street, I reckon we should do it. Maybe we could get a listener experiment, Ash. Um, mm. Mortgage brokers, walk outside down the street in the main shopping street and just stop 50 people and say, hey, I'm a mortgage broker. Do you need a hand? Now, this is probably... Oh, oh hey, hey. You I have done someone. this. Oh, you have. Of course you have. I have done have. this. Listen, listen, listeners. Right. James, right. I am going to run this. I'm going to run this contest, right? Right. A, a walk the street strategy versus a digital strategy to generate leads. I uh, I don't know whether I've told this before, but I had a client I worked with some time ago who, this is so cool, um, he wanted to do some research. Like all he was, he was a startup broker, right? He just wanted to do some research to understand the needs and wants of consumers. I thought that's a pretty good idea. Get your clipboard out. And he just walked the street, you know, sat at his cafe, talked to customers coming out of a bank and said, oh, I'm just doing a survey on the, you know, the top X amount of um, hassles or dramas or stresses that people have with getting home loans, right? Mm -hmm. Research. And lo and behold, you know where I'm going with this, he ended up with something like, I forget the exact number, it might have been 12 appointments Mm -hmm. out of, I think it was like 20 or 30 people, 12 appointments. Right, and this guy had not written a loan before. Hmm. People, you start conversations genuinely and show interest in people. It inevitably ends up with a discussion about what you do, which inevitably triggers in people. Oh, I should talk to you. Yep. The more that just people... happens. Oh, oh, James, it's like you said it before. Do not think for a minute this is selling anything. This is genuine conversation. This and it always, always ends up with, oh, what do you do? Or, you know, you just weave that into the conversation and, and you just walk away. Yeah. But one out of every three or four or five people will go, oh, I should talk to you. You betcha. Boom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, really, so I love that. That's a great story. And I guess for listeners, it's just, you know, we're not looking to sell people. It's just the more people that you mention what you do to, uh, the more chances either they or someone they were just talking to, their brother, their sister, their so-and-so, oh, just happened to be about to do something. Um, yes, it's, you know, this is probably more, a, um, this is an on-the-ground strategy. Um, you know, this is for people that uh, need and want more business. Um, it's maybe not the most time-effective strategy to go and talk to 500 people, but it produces results. And it produces more results than what a lot of people are doing, stuffing around a lot of time and money on social media. Um, 
So don't discount these ideas, guys. Um, just go and talk to lots more people online, offline. Make a list of what's going on in your community that you can just get involved in. Like, there'd be probably 50 meetup groups. There's actually a website, Ash. Listeners, you mm. might know it, meetup.com. There would be a dozen every single night that you could probably go to in your local area, um, walking groups, people that are just chatting about stuff, art, crafts, sport, socials. There's all sorts of things happening at the local level every day of the week. And we're not trying to say that you need to go and infiltrate and start selling home loans to them. No, rock up. And what happens when you rock up? You talk to people. Cool. What happens when you talk to people? Most people, second question, what's, what's your name? What do you do? And you tell X people every day or every week what you do, guaranteed, mm. a percentage of them will go, oh, good, op- yeah, great, I'm glad. I, I've got this friend or it's, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Um, and you haven't sold anything, you've just rocked up. So it sounds pretty good to me, Ash. Like, well, well, that's fun. the essence. Yeah. Well, it's the essence of being a part of your local community. I mean, how many times do we get asked the question from any given mortgage broker, okay, I'd like to generate some clients quickly. And there's a lot of different things you can do, but one of the simplest and easiest is to get out and talk to people. You know, John Simon, my old mentor from Aussie Home Loans, I've said this once, I've said it a thousand times. There are three golden rules to mortgage broking. Rule number one, talk to the people. Rule number two, talk to the people. Rule number three, talk to more people. Now, that may sound a bit um, cliched, but the message is clear. If you're not talking to people or to who could be customers or to people who could send you customers, you're unemployed. You need to be talking to people. Get out, get on the street, start conversations, whether it's in a cafe or with a clipboard. I love the clipboard idea. I hope people picked up on that, James. Like, if you if you're if you're newish to a suburb, or even if you're not, what a better way than to present yourself as part of your local community than with your clipboard and stopping people and saying, "Hey, do you mind it? Can I ask you a couple of quick questions? I'm doing a survey to, for X, Y, Z. You know, if I, can I ask you three quick questions about X, Y, Z? You know, in an hour, you could ask that of twenty people." Right now, that's twenty potential potential prospects, and guess what? You're also getting some great intel on the mood and uh, thinking of your local community. Mm. Oh, you certainly would. I love I love this. I'm I'm so bullish about this, Ash. Um, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, we're bullish about the industry in general, right? The mortgage broking industry. It's booming. It's just coming into its own. We're up to, you know, in the 60s plus now market share. And, and I don't think it should, we should be stopping there. We can keep going. But I'm super bullish at this. Like there is no excuses for anyone out there to be sitting there twiddling their thumbs wondering, oh, you know, a bit light on, don't have many people. I need to do some marketing and prospecting. No, get out there. There's so, like we could probably detail 50 very easy strategies that anyone can do within five minutes. Like there is so much opportunity out there. You know, our listeners, if you need more business and you know, you're not writing at least a few million dollars a month, it's like, take this to heart and go, right, what are you doing? Like every single broker should be writing at least a few million dollars a month, minimum. If you're not, 
get out there and do something. Like, you know, there's the opportunities are ripe. They're falling off the trees. Go and get them. Well, it's pretty, absolutely, James, couldn't be more bullish. Um, and let's think about this, right? It's one thing to know, like, you know, what your local community consists of, as we've mentioned several times in this episode, but you've actually got to participate in the community. That's the key. Like, you know, you know they exist. Well, they also need to know you exist, yep. right? And the only way they're going to know you exist, you exist is guess what? Sure. You pick up the phone, you walk the street, you email them, whatever you need to do to go and talk to them. Yep. That is how you become part of the local community. And this is what this whole episode is about. And I guess, James, we've landed on this sort of really, really cool, obvious it may be, but really cool and simple way to, one, understand and be part of your local community, and two, generate some clients. Yep. We could probably, Ash, we could probably retitle this episode like a dozen different ways. We could call it the uh, Stop Hiding Behind Your Desk and Get Out There podcast uh, episode. <laughs> we could call yep. it the um, Just Go Talk to People Goldmine. Um, but, you know, I think the message is pretty clear, listeners. I mean, communities are where it's at. Um, get out there. You know, your job is not behind a desk. It's not with numbers. It's talking to people and then helping them. If you don't have enough people to talk to and help, go and find some and talk to some people. Um, do that locally. Jump onto the online communities as well and do the same thing. Introduce yourself, participate, chat. It's no different. just happens to be on a keyboard. So, you know, get out there. Mung it. I want to hear some stories. Yeah, and I think the final words for me, James, are particularly where we are now. We're in the middle of 2022. You know, COVID's pretty much behind us. I mean, you know, there's bits and pieces still hanging around. But, you know, I think for me, the whole COVID experience for that couple of years, I think people were stuck in their houses, you know, for various reasons in various locations, lockdowns and isolations and so forth. So I think that bred a lot of isolation and trying to trying to do things that generated clients without having to go out and talk to people because guess what? You weren't allowed to, right? Yeah. Um, now, guess what? You know, it's open fields. Get back out there, put your shoes on, get out in the street and start talking to people and be part of your local community and just watch the, you know, just watch the benefits come in and that's what your competitors aren't doing. So... You know, get out there and get amongst it. Yep. Uh, I concur. Listeners, I want to hear some stories. If you make a plan, you go to the clipboard, you do a survey, you do something ninja, ah, we want to hear about it. Um, you know, reach out to us. Share on social media or comment on the podcast. Let us know what you've tried. And guaranteed, I reckon we're going to get some stories out of this one, Ash. Can't wait to hear some of them. Um, but until next week, Ash, have yourself a good week. Listeners, have a great week. And um, yeah. go get them. Yeah, likewise. Great subject, James. And we'll do we'll do versions two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten of this in weeks to come, right? Because this is a fantastic topic. Indeed, indeed. See you later, Ash. See you next week, listeners. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, 
Go get them.